and you know what I love about this is it's not even a technique just for your first client. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm 12 years into doing video and I probably do this at least once a year, if not every other year. Welcome to Happy Hour with the Pasternacks. This show is for creative entrepreneurs who want to start, grow, and scale their business to create the life they love. Each week, we'll be here to share business tips that we've used to create successful businesses that support our dreams. Cheers. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. We are the Pasternacks. I'm Nicole. And I'm Mark. And we have spent the last 10 years growing and scaling multiple successful businesses. Exactly. I've grown and scaled two corporate video businesses. And I grew a wedding photography business all while raising our four, four kids. kids. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> I think we say that every day. We love them. We love them. There's just, a lot, just a lot of them. But today we are so excited. We are talking about how do you get your first client? So you have this amazing idea. You've gotten it off the ground a little bit. Maybe you've gotten your LLC maybe you started a website but how do you get that first client how do you get them through the door how do you do it I don't I don't know that's what we're here to talk about and figure out all right <laughs> so the first thing I think that I recommend to people when they come to me and they're like okay I've got this great idea what should I do how should I get started I tell people to offer free work mm. Yes. This is how we both started our business. Exactly. And I love this concept because, you know, what it really comes down to, it's not just like, oh, people aren't willing to pay for your services or, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to give away everything for free, right? What it comes down to is really adding value to your ideal yes. prospective customers, right? And building up that portfolio so that you're able to essentially validate your business mm -hmm. to future clients who are going to pay you and then will continue to pay you more and more and more and more as your brand evolves as your skills evolve well and i think you brought up a good point of just showing and giving value mm. i think we've heard the struggle a lot like oh people don't want to pay for my services yep. or they complain that it's too much but it's really our job as mm -hmm. business owners to convince them why our work is a value to them. And so especially in the beginning when you don't necessarily have the work to show or you don't have the network built up yet, it's so important to just get out there and start even just practicing your skill. But then you're really starting to show people why this is valuable because they're getting it for free and they're like, oh my gosh, this is actually incredible. They're going to start telling other people about it. Now you have work to show. Now you have people who are raving fans. And like you said, they're going to keep coming back again and again and again. And you know what I love about this is it's not even a technique just for your first client. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm 12 years into doing video and I probably do this at least once a year if not every other year i was just gonna say this morning mark was no, pitching true. one of his regular clients free work he likes to reach out to some of his regular corporate clients and say hey i love to do at least one charitable video project every year do you have any charities that you're really passionate about okay you know what that does first of all free video for somebody 
automatic added value. Now, Mark is also getting in front of all these other people who are boards on the are board members on this charity organization. I mean, really, the connections and the value of doing free work is truly endless. Yeah, and it's not again about it's not about being sleazy or manipulative or like I'm doing this with expectations. It's like I do free work often, but I never have the expectation that well, this better turn into something for me, right? It's always about giving and adding that value. Even though I will say, maybe not all of my biggest clients, but a lot of my biggest clients have come from referrals from people who I've done free work for. But I think, like you said, you've got into it with kind of an open-handed attitude. Like, this isn't necessarily for me to gain something. This is for me to give. And I think, you know, the old adage in giving you receive is so true. When you truly give to people and add value to them, Mm. especially when you add value to them for free, they're going to come back time and time and time again. And they're going to bring other people to you because also now they're seeing the quality of your work too. Like not only are they seeing how valuable it is, but they're like, wow, this is actually incredible. I know more people who need to know about this. So really like free work is such a great way to get started but also like Mark said we have both used this multiple times in our business to kind of get to that next level or just to be good people really (laughs) exactly so if you're in the place that you're just starting your business right and you're like okay how do I go about this free work thing right I would think about your product or your service right and think about what you're most passionate about doing inside of that. So I'm gonna use video as example because that's just what I know, right? But if I was just starting video again, I would be like, okay, I'm very passionate about storytelling, authentic videos with real humans, right? I call them brand videos. Um, So I would go look for companies that A, I'm really passionate about. So maybe it's a company that I already buy their product or use their service or would love to, right? Like, let's just use Nike. I think Nike is a very easy example. Now they're really big, but once you kind of find your your niche, um, your passion, then I would just start reaching out to those companies and try to build two to three portfolio pieces of free work. And then from there, your network is larger. You can start pitching other people because you have the validation of your business and the fact that you can actually do it. So I would think about your passions, think about who you want to serve and just start reaching out to them, offering them, you know, it doesn't have to be a big project either, right? Like just something small in the video world. It could just be a 30 second video or a 60 second video that takes you two hours to shoot a couple hours to edit. You know, you can get it done in a day. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's so important. And then I think the value, too, that that free work is going to bring back to you is now you have a portfolio to share. And so really like that next step of how do I get my first client is start posting that work regularly. I mean, we are all on social media all the time, whether we like it or not. And it is such an invaluable resource for your business to be able to post on there regularly advertise your business literally for free and to be able to show people this is what I'm doing this is what I'm good at this is the business I'm growing and just get that buzz started around mm-hmm. your business mm-hmm. this is exactly what I did when I started my wedding photography Absolutely business you did. so like 
I didn't have any clients initially. I just decided that I wanted to start a wedding photography business. So first I reached out to friends and family who I knew were like newly engaged or needed family pictures and was just like, here, I'm going to do this free work for you. And then what I did was I started posting that work on social media all the time. And I made it look like I'm the most busy in-demand photographer in Columbus, Ohio. But what that did was it started to connect for people that Nicole's a photographer. She does this. If I need pictures, I can call Nicole. And so that is such a huge, huge. easy, low-hanging fruit piece that I think anybody can do. And I think to dive deeper into one of those things you said is you curated mm. your post. You mm -hmm. curated what you put out because... Yeah. I didn't just get on there and say, like, this was the free session I did tonight. It was like, no, this is a beautiful family session I did. Exa That's not a yeah, lie. Exactly. It's just and not advertising something that sure. I don't want to do more of. And when she was starting out, like, for the first couple months, she had, like, maybe two, three, four shoots, right? But she would take a lot of diversity from those, say, four shoots so that she could be posting every day, every other day, and make it look like she's really busy. Mm -hmm. Because then all of a sudden people are like, oh, wow, like Nicole's starting this photography thing and she's posting all these pictures all the time. Like She must be getting clients from everywhere. Great, maybe I, I need to reach out to her. <laughs> well, and it builds that like, know, and trust yes. factor. It builds the fact like, oh, other people are using Nicole as their photographer. She must be trustworthy. She must do a good job. And you're just staying top of mind. Mm -hmm. Like just the fact that you're posting regularly means that you're going to show up more in people's feeds. And so people are, you know, connecting those dots in their mind, whether they're realizing it or not, that, oh, I need pictures done for my Christmas card. I know who I can call. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, we have to remember the rule of seven mm. in marketing. Like I think that, um, so the rule of seven, why don't you explain it? Okay, okay. It's maybe the rule of 27 now, but <laughs> in the, in the days taught, of social media. Yes, and like I just remember it in a college class of like marketing and communications and they were like, somebody, anybody that you're trying to convince needs to see your product, your service, your advertising seven times before they're gonna purchase or before they're gonna even consider purchasing. Mm -hmm. I think now with the social media and everything that we have, it's probably 27 or 47 or 60, who knows? Yeah, it's probably <laughs> it's pretty high because we're constantly seeing so much. So much content. But I think it's so important to remember this principle because I think we think like, well, I posted once on social media and nobody <laughs> responded. Well, first of all, because of the algorithm, they mm -hmm. might not have even seen your post in the first place. Second of all, they their kid probably fell off the couch at the same time they saw your post, so they didn't have a chance to like it. You know, there's so many factors that go yes. into whether or not somebody sees and registers and likes or comments on your post that you can't just take this like initial like I posted one time and got no response you really need to invest in it and remember people need to see things over yes. and over and over again in order to be able to register like oh Mark does video I need a video. Maybe I should reach out to Mark to do a video. I wonder how much Mark costs. Like there's so much back and forth. I mean, even think about it like, I think about it like I get advertised for like skincare products all the time. <laughs> and like, there are so many times that I'll go and I'll click on the skincare product, kind of like browse their shop and then click off. And then a couple days later, I'll get another targeted ad and then I'll click on it and maybe I'll like add something to my cart, but then I like scroll off. You know, like how many it's times so do we true. do that though as consumers where we like 
kind of half engage yes. in something that we're seeing and then kind of pull back from it. But it probably like or when probably... I go to log on to Amazon to buy something and I'm like, why are there 27 things in our cart? <laughs> oh, OK. She's just browsing. Right. Yeah. It's not like she's buying them. She's just like, well, I'll just put it in my car for now to like remember this later. Yes. But this goes back to that mm -hmm. rule of seven of like you kind of need that process at least seven times of a yes. customer kind of like, okay, I'll follow this link and see what they offer. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not right now. Okay, maybe I'll do this now. And so you really have to be confident in yourself and what you're offering and just feel okay posting a lot. Exactly. And I think like that kind of that same philosophy goes back to free work. Like when you reach out to somebody for free work, they might not respond the first time. Right. So give it two, three, four follow ups before you like, uh, you know, get down on yourself and nobody wants my work. And, you know, it's like, well, you're not for everyone anyways, mm -hmm. but just follow up. And if people don't respond, then move on to the next one. Right. Yeah. Like it's not about that one person. It's about your business adding value to your potential client. Yeah. And I think too, remembering like not everybody's going to like everything. Mm -hmm. I am sure because we have now curated our social media and our website all to helping entrepreneurs start, grow and scale their businesses. I'm sure I have personal friends who have probably stopped following me or think what I'm posting is annoying. And you know what? That's fine because they probably don't want to start, grow, and scale their business. And so I don't blame them. You yeah, know? Like, like, it's not like they're bad people. It's right. Like, they're like, I don't care direction. about entrepreneurship, so right. why would I keep following this person if that's all they're going to talk about? And so I think we have to remember that, too. Like, your goal is not to reach everyone. It's to reach your most ideal clients. And those people who aren't your ideal clients are either going to stop following you or not like what you have to say, and that's fine like totally fine when I was growing my wedding photography business like I didn't need a bunch of like already married people following me mm. I needed people who were younger than me following me and so the people who are already married maybe didn't find value in what I was posting so I think in this world of social media that's all based on like appearance and people liking us and how cool you look and everything like that we need to remember that it's okay if everybody doesn't like us and everybody doesn't respond right away it just takes that consistency of sharing and posting and doing these things and showing up and adding value to your audience that's going to attract your ideal audience and your ideal clients yes okay so let's get down to like the brass tacks brass tacks if I can talk today I can never talk. I'm the numbers guy. I can do your numbers all day long, but <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like, let's break that down. So you're starting a business. You have an idea. You know, maybe it's a photography business. You have a camera because it's kind of been your hobby and you're like ready to take it to the next level. You're reaching out to people to try to do some free sessions, some free photography. You're waiting on them to respond. So you're, you know, posting some of your just passion work on your Instagram to start creating some buzz. How else can you get your first client? I think the simplest, easiest way to do it is by reaching out to your present network. There are so many times in our business life that like, you know, I'll just send out kind of a text or an email to people that I know that 
either might be interested or might know somebody that's interested in what we're offering. And it's so simple. And this isn't like sleazy MLM. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like if you haven't talked to the person since high school or Probably college and you're 10 years old. don't slide into like, their DMs. <laughs> Or at least reconnect with them first on a human level before you're even going to pitch them anything. Yes. Because that's the greatest way to just tarnish your brand. Yes. Yeah. It's not about just no. going out there and sleazing and selling people, but it's about talking about it. And it's once again, it's not like, oh, I have to send out a text to every yes. person I know. But if somebody's going to ask me what I'm up to. I better start telling them that I'm a wedding photographer now, or I better like talk to my mother-in-law about my wedding photography business and let her talk to her friends who have plenty of people right around marrying age and her age group. And once again, this isn't sleazy. This is me sharing my life, yes. my passion, and just saying like, hey, if you know anybody, let me know. And you know, people want to buy from people, mm -hmm. right? Just as like, you have your best friend. Why are they your best friend. Probably because they care about you, probably because they listen to you, and probably because they make you smile when you think about them or um, hang out with them or be with them, right? Do you? Do I make you smile when you think about me? I <laughs> that was such a like cutesy or romantic true. thing. I didn't even mean to like <laughs> do that, but the whole point is like, listen, sometimes, yes, I'm a really good talker, but a lot of times I just say words that don't make sense. But it doesn't matter because like when I go to a pitch meeting or when I go to a networking event and I meet somebody, all I'm focused on is thinking about how my passion and my energy is coming across because people want to work with other passionate people mm -hmm. who are really happy. I mean, you, you know, you mentioned confidence earlier. Absolutely confidence, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're just like, okay, I'm feeling a little intimidated by this. I don't quite know. Who do I reach out to? Is it the right person or a wrong person? It's like you just have to take action, but be yourself and be yeah. passionate because that is contagious. Yes. Abs oh, my gosh. that That's such a good point. Thank you. Like when you're <laughs> it is like when you're passionate about something, other people can't help but to buy into that passion, too. And I think going back to the start, like it's about adding value to people, like yes. instead of coming across as like buy this thing from me because I'm so great. It's how can I serve you more? How can I help you? Oh, you're getting married. I can help you by taking your wedding photos. What, you mean you don't want to be like. Hey, Cheryl, it was so great to be in high school with you 15 years ago. Like, I saw that you're engaged. Hey, girl, hey. Like. <laughs> so, you know, it's that balance, but it's being confident enough to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And we know firsthand that it's really intimidating, but we also know that you can do it and that your passions can make a profit and can be a sustainable business for you. Absolutely. So if you are excited about starting a business, if you have an mm. amazing idea, but you're kind of like, okay, these were great ideas, but... How do I like do this? Where do I start? start. What's the <laughs> plan here? We actually have a freebie that we'll link below in the description with our business plan template. This is like a five, five minute, minute business plan that will help you just kind of piece through your business idea and see if this is valuable and something that really is able to succeed. Exactly, because she'll say it. I have 10,000 ideas every day. <laughs> True. And it took us a couple years to realize like, 
Okay, how do I filter all of my ideas before I tell Nicole about them? Mm-hmm. And this five minute like business blueprint, I just wish I had earlier yes. because it would have saved us from a lot of, okay, Mark, is this like a real idea or is just, you know, this like idea, 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 <laughs> idea, like you'll never talk to me about this idea. So the five minute business blueprint is awesome for all of your ideas. And now I use it all the time when I'm like, oh man, you know what? I could start selling glassware. Like, I think once a day, we both have some new idea for our business. But once again, it just helps us to walk through like, those okay, steps and see. okay, is this see, actually something I'm passionate about? Is this actually a practical thing? Is, is this, this profitable? Sustainable? <laughs> Am I going to actually love this idea in six months after I go down the whole rabbit hole? So, if I don't know. that's something you need, go ahead and click this, <laughs> the subscription. Click. Click. See, now I'm rubbing <laughs> off on you. Click the description below we'll have that linked there and if you've liked this video click subscribe we'll be back every week with business tips to help you start grow and scale your business boom see you next week cheers